Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Time Light Mint How Poetry Found Me podcast. I'm your host, Leroy. And it is a joy and an honor and a pleasure for me to be with you today. We are in season five of the Time Light Mint How Poetry Found Me podcast. And the journey, I must say, has been an evolving one for me. It has been involved for the simple fact that I'm trying to live every day to find myself, to appreciate myself, to appreciate the universe in which we live, to appreciate the planet that we live on, to appreciate an awareness to the value of life and meaning. I've been writing poetry for quite some time, (laughs) I must say. And during the writing process, it has brought clarity to my life. And this podcast is simply about human beings taking the time to write their own life, to structure it the way that they see it, to feel it the way that they feel it, and to try to give that, that feeling of encouragement to themselves. Therefore, you can offer it back, offer it back to the universe. I'm not saying that you can have people to appreciate you. I think people are going to do that, but the greatest appreciation is for you to align yourself with what may be your purpose in life, but to extend that to a greater purpose. And we all hear people every day talking about the purpose of life, the meaning of life, prosperity, and all those great catchphrases that makes one motivated to do the things that we need to do to achieve success. But I don't necessarily want to talk about that because I think that there's enough people in the world to give us that, right? There are so many different programs to get you to believe in yourself, to make you want to feel that you got that ability to achieve. There's millions of books about it. There's a million quotes about it. But the main thing is how do you align yourself with what may be your greatest purpose or your greatest reasoning for doing the things that you do. And on on this particular podcast, I want to bring to the attention aligning yourself with the ideals and ideas of what it takes for you to achieve what you want. I don't necessarily want to talk about external things because external things can be done with planning and proper networking and concepts to get people to do that. What I want to try to have us to align with today is ourselves. And the biggest way to do that, I think, is first, wherever you are in life, whatever stage you find yourself in at this moment, You have to think about, at this moment, what do you want to align yourself with? What's the overall purpose for you to align yourself with yourself? And I know that sounds like kind of loosely stated, but to know yourself is to know yourself internally. And I think that we often take for granted the concept of what it takes to know yourself internally. People have always given us 
the idea to say, know thyself, believe in thyself, walk the journey of a lesser path to know thyself, meditate to know thyself, sit in calmness to know thyself, put yourself in a place where there's noise and see can you find your inner voice to build your strength up. We have a whole host of these. But what are we doing to make sure that when we align ourselves that we are finding the true key or keys? Because it could be several things that can make you great. That your destiny to be able to spread your power throughout the universe and to be able to retrieve the essence of the universe back to you to then be able to project it externally to get what you want. And when you go about this, you have to make sure that you are aware of the fact that the choice that you made today is a choice that's going to get you to know yourself, to realign yourself with that which is unknown. I mean, that's the only way I can say it. That which is unknown is more powerful than that which is known. And in the beginning, when all of the things in the world began to align themselves. Everything was aligned with the universe. It was yet to be aligned with man. But then man managed somehow to come into existence. Some people say creation, some people say evolution, and people have theories about how man got to be in the place that he is. But Nonetheless, we are here. And we have, up until this time in 2020, have been trying to align ourselves with financial success, networking success, and those kind of successes that are external. And I think that all those things are are well and good. When you put in the work, you deserve the benefits of the fruits of your labor. But when you're seeking to align yourself with that which is beyond the known perspective, you have to be willing to find time to be alone with your thoughts and your ideas. People throughout this universe or throughout this planet some people are constantly somewhere trying to align themselves with what it takes to make their dreams and goals a reality and they're doing this every day around the world and I don't even try to get into the intentions as to why someone would do that because ultimately the results are going to bear out why someone does this And sometimes when you're young and you begin to align yourself with those things that don't necessarily line up perfectly with the universe. But when you choose the path that you're going down, you have to know with everything that you choose, there's a consequence to it. And when you're standing in that moment, you have to understand that there's a choice that you have to make. God is not going to make the choices for us. And if there is a creator out here in this vast universe, then we are equipped to make our own decisions. 
the one thing that human beings can do above all other creatures on the planet is that we have a free will, right? And you align your will with whatever you want that willpower to yield for you. And there are extraordinary people that have done extraordinary things to get their mind and their body and their mental framework to yield them what they have sought for so long. And the thing about us, we don't really teach it the way that it should be. I mean, I listen to tons of people. I read tons of books and I look at the social media to see what people are saying, be it positive or negative or indifferent or spiritual or secular or religiously. I try to feed my mind all of the thoughts that 7.8 billion people on the planet would have. Or if it's just me trying to look at social media, trying to see what comes into alignment with the people that post every day. But the first post that you have to do is that you have to post in your mind. What are you trying to do? And if you're trying to do it, what does it take to arrive at the conclusion that you want? What are you willing to try? What are you willing to sacrifice? What are you you willing to map out? What people are you willing to lose? What people are you willing to gain? How are you going to prepare your networking circle or your community to help foster along the concept that you have in your mind. Our world was our world that man has created has come from our mind. There has been no there has been an external force to design homes or electricity or running water or vacuum cleaners or shoes or tables, or cars, or airplanes, or satellites. All of these things have come from the mind of men. Men have put in long, extensive hours, and women, to create something that another human being would admire. They align themselves with their gifts and their talents, and they allow their mind to create. And here's the thing that I'm always fascinated by is like, I think it's engineering if, if I'm correct. There are people that look at land and they determine if you have cars, how much highway you should have. Where should it extend? Where should something end or something begin? The men and women that see this in their mind see the vision of a road that runs from Florida to New York or that runs from Atlanta to South Carolina or that runs from Jacksonville to Mississippi or from California back to Jacksonville. And they come up with a thought out process to make that process work for everybody involved 
It takes planning. It takes adjustment. It takes cutting down trees. It takes up uprooting the ground. It takes so many things before they can lay that tar on the road to create something that we can travel on. And after a period of time, once they initially set that, then as the population grows, they have left enough land to carve out more highway so that more people can have the luxury of getting to and from their destination. And when they sit down, they align their mind with their talents and skills to bring forth a result that human beings could be happy with. And now we're not always happy. <laughs> Let's just be honest. No matter what the engineers do, we're not always happy because sometimes it's intrusive in terms of if we feel we got to get somewhere and they got to close off a street, they got to slow down the traffic so that they can get things done. And a lot of times these guys, men and women, they work at night when traffic is slower so that they can have more time to build. And then once they have exhausted the possibility of the road expanding wider, then all of a sudden they come with building highways above the highway that they initially built on the ground. I mean, you gotta when you think about what goes into that, a lot of times when we see them building, we don't even know what the process involves in, time of, in, in, in terms of working out everything. I know it has to be very tedious and laborious because when, when you're trying to find those things, the possibility of what could happen here, what could happen there, they're still going to go forward with the process for the simple reason that if the population is growing, so should the traffic flow grow as well. And when you think about what you need to do and how you need to align yourself, it has to be thought out like that. You have to weigh everything. I'm not saying when you're a child. When you're a child, you don't really do that. You just lay a road and you just go. Parents watch over you to make sure everything is flying right, even though some of us are really rebellious to our parents and some of us are very humble to our parents. But nonetheless, that road of life is what you have and they have to make sure that they can steer you long enough so that when you're freed to go and investigate the world on your own, that you have your own highway that you can always get back on if you should take a detour. And sometimes you have to take a detour for the simple fact that you're going to have to build another road to connect to the main road of your life. And when you can just find out the process that it takes to do all of that, then you begin to have internal strength that you can overcome. And you don't find yourself giving in to the temptations of those people that are around you. Number one is because you, you're making a sacrifice. And that sacrifice is going to cause you to stay up late at night. It's going, it, it's going to probably force you to wake up in the middle of the night. It's going to probably force you to dream dreams that you never dreamed before. It's going to make it where when you're driving in the car, you want to envision what things would, would be. And then you thinking that you're a visionary if you can make all these things come true. What you're fighting for every day is to extract the thoughts from your mind and align them with your dreams and goals and your role and to make them a reality. Once you've built the foundation and the roads and the avenues that you want to take in your life, 
you still have to know how to get back to the main road of your life. Even though sometimes we feel that we may go far left field or far right field, there's always that center that you can come back to. And all our lives, we must continuously find that middle. Even when you have achieved an enormous amount of success, you still have to find that middle road so that the lost or the loss or the gain don't affect you either way. And this is the beautiful thing about living. You're made to find your own way. And I know when I ventured out and I left my mother's home and I was trying to find my way through this maze of life, I made sacrifices to try to achieve what I want. And a lot of times when you do this, you feel as if you need external support. My mom just wished me well when I went out into this world. She said, take care of yourself. Don't try to hurt too many people or don't hurt anybody. Love God and continue to move on. She never really talked much about money, even though growing up when you don't have enough of it, it seems like you need more. But I still hold those values on my road of aligning myself. One, I want to achieve tremendous prosperity. I want to achieve enough so that my brothers and sisters don't have to worry about things. When you live long enough and you can get the financial success to achieve anything that you want, you can buy anything that you want. You can fly anything that you want. You can put a circle of friends around you to do anything that you want. You can tweet or you can post on social media what it takes to do that, how you got that, and all those things. But where is the alignment for happiness and all of that? Because happiness is not going to be in things. Things only last for a moment. And here's an example. I remember growing up, and there were some fellas that lived in the neighborhood, and I remember a young man coming through. He had a, a Maxima, a Nissan Maxima. And back in the day, they were made with a block front, but I thought it was the dopest car I could ever see. And when I was young, the person that had the car was older than me, but they went to work every day to pay their bills and to have the car. And they would explain to people, and even when they got the car, their newer car, some people were arrogant about the cars that they got. But nonetheless, I could still appreciate the car. I didn't know how the person got the car, but I saw that the car was nice to have. And that maximum stuck in my mind for, for, for a long time. And then when I got to college at Alabama State University, I think I saw a Lexus IS 200 or something like that. And the car was smooth. And the reason I liked it, I think even back then it had the aerodynamic shape to it. Like it looked like it didn't belong on the planet. It, it looked like it would just fly. And those cars, they stuck in my mind. And when I got older, I remember going 
to a dealership and getting a maximum. And I didn't even connect it that back then when I thought about getting a maximum, and by this time the design had changed. And here it is, I'm riding in a maximum. And when I got in the car, my mind instantly went back to the person that had the maximum the first time. And I didn't even look at it as an accomplishment. I just liked the car. I thought the car was fly. And then sometimes later, I, when you drive in the car a long time, it just becomes a car. It, don't, it doesn't have the fascination that it once had. And then I went to another dealership, and then I saw a Lexus. And seeing this Lexus made me have the desire to want to get this Lexus. Now, what, what I had to do for that is I had to let the Maxima go so I could get the Lexus. I got the Lexus, drove in it, and it dawned on me again that back when I was in college, I was thinking about a Lexus, and I ended up with the Lexus. My thought was in the universe, and it stayed in the universe, and it took some time for me to get it. But here's the thing. If I would have focused on it when I was younger really, really hard, and someone would have told me, you got to work for it, you got to save your money, you got to get it, then the focus would have been different. You get it? There would have been a way for me to bring into the reality the fact that I wanted this car at a younger age if I would have applied myself. I didn't know the rules to the game. But later on, because it was still resonant in my memory, I got it and I didn't associate it with it until I drove off a day or two later and realized, man, I've been wanting to get one of these for a long time. And then when I got the Lex, I said, man, I've been wanting to get one of these for a long time. I aligned myself with the things that I saw, but even when I got them, the, the the joy was only temporary. The happiness was only temporary. It's a car. Or it's with anything else that I have achieved in my life. If I got it, it, it's because I thought about it. If I didn't get it right away, I got it later on. All I'm trying to say is you have to align yourself and constantly feed yourself what you want your life to be. If you're out here feeling down on yourself every day, then your life is going to spiral downwardly. For the mere fact that this is how you're fixing it, you don't really have time to, to be down on yourself all the time. You don't have time to be down on yourself 40% of the time. As a matter of fact, you don't have the right to be down on yourself at all. Why? If you wake up, there's a new start, even though those past memories are coming back to surface. If you're trying to move forward, then you have to align yourself with forward mobility. You have to align yourself with the fact that things can change. You have to align yourself with the idea that what I put in my mind, I can achieve it. And when you go about trying to do things this way, ladies and gentlemen, the results may not manifest right away but they will manifest as long as you keep them in the forefront and you try to work on them. There's so many books that I've read about this. There's so many people that I've listened to, so many things that I've written in my own life to try to find out what lay, what, will, what it would take to lay the foundation of achieving a dream. And I just want to take you back to the one thing that I'm always say no matter what it is, is that you have to put action behind the thoughts in your mind. 
And this is what everybody do. When you listen to music and those women and men go into the studio and they sit down and they write and they sit down and they listen to beats and then all of a sudden something click, it's because they have aligned themselves with making music, making good music. If you see an actor who plays a role that blows you away, that actor has to align their ability with the character that, that they portray. If you decide to be a chess player, you have to study chess and then you have to align yourself and be committed to the game in order for you to be a winner, to achieve. You have to put in extensive hours. You might have to put in more time than others for the mere fact of your gift will get you, but technique, technique and gift put together can help you achieve your reality. Ladies and gentlemen, all I know is when you can write your life, you can eliminate a lot of stress from a world that seems to want to put stress on us externally. But the pressure can't be as the pressure won't be as great if you have a calmness internally. And just as today will pass. Another day will rise, and then that day too will pass. That's how we've made it thus far to the year 2020. Every second has passed forward, never to come back again. There's not a minute or a day that will ever come back to you again. Once you advance forward, you advance forward. And if you take yourself and put yourself out of alignment, with the mere fact that everything just keep advancing and you get trapped in past memories, all you're going to be talking about are memories. And when I get on this podcast and I think about my family, I know when I think about them, I'm doing past memories. That whatever has happened has gone forward. And as I'm doing this podcast now, things are going forward. When I started this podcast and spoke to you up to this moment, time is moving forward. And our lives are at a point to where we are reaching critical mass, as I would say. We are not really calming down as human beings. We are realigning ourselves away from what our overall intention is. And I think the intentions of every human being is to live a life that brings harmony, not only to you internally, but brings harmony to you when you look at the grander perspective of the world. I don't mean people, I have the excuse for saying that, I don't mean people because people are going to be here. When one of us leaves, other children are born. We're going to leave, but how we perceive the world becomes important to everything that we do. It's so important that people are trying to figure out how to make you feel that is important. It's all about you aligning yourself with your true nature. And I'm going to be the first one. I can't tell you what it is because I can't walk in your shoes, neither can you walk in mine. But what we do share, we do share an experience of living on this planet. 
and we share this experience with anybody else that has lived, that is living, or that will come in the future. They will share this same journey, but we may not have the same perspective. But the journey is the same. The journey is always the same. We have one road, and that's a road that built in from birth, and that's the road of life. Nobody is going to prepare you for the twists and turns that you make but yourself. Your family are going to give you a foundation, and then they're going to send you out in this big world, whether we see it peacefully, we see it disingenuously, or we see it genuinely. If we see it honestly, if we see it fairly, if we see it with deception, we're going to see and we're going to internalize this journey all the way through our lives. And we just got to find a way to align ourselves with ourselves internally and see that if we go internally, whether or not there's a bigger purpose for everything that's involved. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you for listening to this episode in season five. I want to encourage you to go out and purchase my work. I have written and published 10 books to this point. I have I have a goal of, of writing 16, which I've done. I plan on trying to publish these other six later on. But for now, you can go to Amazon and type my name, Leroy Fleming, and then you can see my body of work that I've started with. There's a Time Lightment series and there's a Soul Splitting series that I gen- genuinely want you to invest in. Any book would be fine, but if you want me to encourage you, I say start with the very first one and see whether or not we are connected in this journey of life. I want you to be able to take that journey. If you can get through all 10 and tell me what the experience is like and whether or not we are meant to help each other, heal each other, and to find that deeper meaning to the life that we live. I want to thank you for joining this podcast, but before I conclude, I have three quotes that I must give you, must feed you, and have your mind to think about the value of your life, the value of waking up every morning, and the value of being able to see the value in the planet that we reside in or on, whichever phrase may work for you. My first quote comes from Dr. Napoleon Hill. He says, if the mind can conceive it and believe it, then the mind can achieve it. If you put your mind to something, if you align yourself with what you think your overall purpose is and you get that burning desire, nothing can stop you. Your mind has given you the the vision. All you got to do is find the steps to execute. Antonio T. Smith Jr. says, you can't plan better, you can't dominate. Human beings got to put stronger thoughts in their minds. The kind of thoughts that's going to elevate humanity forward. And I don't know what those are, but he's saying that even if you talk about it in, in a prosperous point of view, if you feed your mind strong thoughts of prosperity, spiritual thoughts of awakening, and mental thoughts of being able to do those things, when you plant those in your mind, they begin to grow And when you begin to grow that and you begin to see the results of that, you can dominate your life. You don't have you don't dominate people. You dominate your life. And then once you learn to dominate your thoughts, then you can transfer that to other people and get them to believe the exact same way you do 
They may not be able to follow your techniques totally, but they have a pattern of their own. You would be the, the linchpin if you pull it out that'll just have their mind to explode to do amazing things. And the last one is something that I created. It says life does not require less from you. Life does not require more from you. Life only requires that you maximize your 24 hours. And in doing so, you can have anything that you dream, that you execute, and that you know you put in the time to get what you want. And everything starts with a mind that is ready to grow. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you for joining this Time Lightment How Poetry Found Me podcast. And just remember, above all else, if you want clarity in your mind, you have to write the thoughts out to get them out of your synapses so that you can have newer thoughts to come in and advance you, the human family, and the planet forward. Ladies and gentlemen, until next time, have an amazing day, but have an extraordinary life. And I will talk to you on the next podcast. Peace.